one. In the studio with me this morning, I am joined with Monmouth College. It's a Monmouth College hour. We have Tammy LaProd. She is professor and co-chair for educational studies. Good morning, Tammy. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Yeah, good to have you here. Also with us is Jenny Dickens. She is a co-chair of the Rural Ed Initiative and also educational studies professor. Hi, Jenny. Hi, nice to see you. Yeah, good to see you. Craig Vivian with us, professor, 22 years at Monmouth College, co-chair with Educational Studies. Hi, Craig. Hi, how are you doing? I have no complaints. Good. All right, let's talk about a major grant um, that is going to help a current program and uh, programs for the future in education. Craig, tell us all about it. Sure. Well, thanks for having us on today. Um, what we uh, just received was federal funding, uh, $750,000, and that's really uh, going to help us do two things. It's going to help us build an infrastructure here in, <clears throat> in the college and in the town, in the community, with local schools. But it's also, after we get that infrastructure built, then our goal is to take that model and start to export that into other districts, school districts, and become a kind of a, a, a place where people can come, they can learn what we're doing, and try to get into the, uh, the same vision that we've got and see if they can, you know, use that in their areas. And that vision includes a couple of things. One, uh, creating a sp learning space at the farm and the garden that we have at the college. Uh, number two is um, building up an endowment for our Tartans, which is our rural teacher corps. And number three is starting to uh, bring together, synthesize a lot of the community uh, uh, institutions that are already here. Uh, so Buchanan Arts, Center for the Arts, um, you know, some other places that we've worked with, some of the school districts, and trying to build those, uh, make them stronger uh, working together. Um, and I think that's pretty much the, you know, the, the big picture. Um, and then I'll let my colleagues kind of give you some of the details. Sure. I will, we'll just uh, keep going uh, side by side here. So, Jenny, if you'll step up to that microphone, Jenny Dickens, the Rural Education Initiative. Tell us what that's about. Absolutely. So uh, the Rural Education Initiatives is really a bringing together of three different programs that um, sort of evolved independently, but also, uh, as we noticed, kind of came together and supported one another. So the three branches of that are the uh, Tartans Rural Teacher Corps, uh, the place sites that Craig mentioned, basically sites that uh, people can learn or students can learn and teachers can teach about uh, the place where they are, um, especially through the ecology, culture, and economy of that place. And then um, also that community connection, like how can we integrate the community into the curricula that we are teaching not only our students but our, um, our teacher candidates as well. So bringing those three efforts together um, really makes the whole thing stronger, and that's, that's the vision of the rural revitalization of what we call READY, the Rural Education Initiatives. Nice. Okay, Tammy LaProd, go ahead and step up as well. So you guys have recognized a need in our education system and Monmouth College having an educational studies, a strong educational studies, uh, uh, you know, uh, opportunities. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Sure, thanks. Um, well, I think anybody listening to this right now has in some way been touched by, you know, the shortages that we have in, in small towns and, and rural communities with respect to um, teachers and uh, teachers going into the field, uh, teachers staying in the field. And so we were actually contacted by some of the folks that we work with in, in the different districts in the area and um, came to us and wanted to, to start some sort of a collaboration to help um, students and, and young folks want to go into this profession. And so along with a lot of our community uh, supporters, people who have both financially and in other ways supported us, Compeer, the, 
uh, Buchanan Center for the Arts, our school districts, um, of course our institution, um, a lot of those folks in the community, we've come together and we've built what we would like to think is a very um, a visionary way for our students to think about going into education. You know, uh, small towns, rural areas have had a, a long history of su supporting education and teachers that stay in the field. And so we wanted to capitalize and, and use the assets that those small towns and communities already have and um, make that more explicit, be more intentional about the, the great ways in which somebody going into the teaching profession could um, use that the community as an asset to help them uh, stay connected to their their place where they teach as well as want to stay there. Um, one of the great things about this uh, place-based education as well is it really has students in the areas think about where they are learning and be able to be problem solvers and so we've worked with some of the districts and the schools in the area to, to help teachers and students think about problem solving um, in their mm -hmm. own communities and then look at the assets that their communities also have and so it's a real positive way for our our new teachers to, to get connected and use the assets that are already that already exist in the community and I'm sure you've you've had con uh, conversation with the regional office of education yes yes in fact uh, both Jody Scott and uh, well initially that was probably what six seven years ago maybe uh, Jody Scott or maybe five I can't remember <laughs> but uh, I'm getting old but uh, uh, invited us to speak with a lot of principals uh, in the outlying districts and we've huh? the superintendents superintendents to also yes and so we uh, we did that we uh, Jenny and I and Tammy went and spoke to them gave a little kind of preview of what we were thinking about doing this is the you know the kind of pre stages of doing all this and uh, we actually had uh, some interest uh, uh, in, in particular Ed Fletcher uh, contacted us and talked to his principals and that's how we kind of really got started uh, in in Monmouth Roseville district was that it was Ed who then uh, uh, talked to his principals and then uh, one of the principals said I'd like to try this and so that's how we first got started with the with the place-based uh, aspect here the other thing is I mean again our bigger picture is we produce these teachers that are going to go out the Tartans who will go out and teach commit to rural area teaching um, and we do that with a kind of a quid pro quo in terms of we give them stipends while they're here if they enlist in the in, you know enroll in the program and then they promise to teach in the rural districts for three to five years excellent yeah so that's, that's what that's, we need yes 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 and you you've been here 22 years you've seen the changes in the ups and downs in the industry right. what have you seen and why why did we end up with a development of a shortage of teachers well, there was a, I started off, I think we had uh, a change at ISBE, which was to really, and it was a national change, and it was uh, a, a change in the rigor of the, uh, of the uh, educational system. It was pushing for more uh, accountability that came in the, uh, in the form of uh, new curricula, um, the, the core curriculum, things like mm -hmm. that have happened uh, over the last 10 years. And... Uh, that really, that coupled with low pay for a lot of beginning teachers pushed a lot of people out of the education, you know, pipeline. Um, and it became harder, actually, to, more difficult to, even financially for kids. I mean, you have to take these tests and it costs, you know, I can't remember exactly, but let's say 60 to $75 per test. Um, and there's several tests you have to take. Uh, and that became, for a lot of students, uh, uh, an obstacle. 
so, you know, and not, I think you're looking in terms of investment, right? Is mm -hmm. this going to pay off? And uh, luckily, recently, we had, you know, legislation that uh, upped the, uh, the uh, beginning salary for students. To $40,000, yep. yeah. So that was one change that in the last five years that really started to turn people around. And, and a lot of this is conversations, I think, with parents and their student, their kids, right? You know, do, if you go into college, what do you want to be? Uh, you know, this might not pay off. And so now I think there's at least that economic piece is, 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 is more palatable for a lot of people. Um, and I think also a lot of uh, people started to see that um, teachers in rural areas need to be a permanent fixture. That you can't have, I mean, you can start to see if you've got teachers coming in and out uh, yearly, uh, coming into Monmouth and then leaving the next year to go somewhere else, that damages the kind of continuity, right, of the educational system. So I think those things kind of people started, you know, looking at those, uh, those obstacles, those problems. And the way to fix that, of course, was to then get back in, you know, more people getting back into teaching. Okay. Tammy LaPrade, also a co-chair for educational studies at Monmouth College. Describe your, your program uh, at the college. Why, why is it sharp and, and necessary and, and students should enroll and try to get their educational degree through MC? Yeah. Um, you know, Monmouth College has a long history of teacher education, so that's not anything new. It's been a strong program. It was a strong program when I got there seven years ago. I think a couple of things that have really made a difference in the, in the short term here is that we've had a very, um, kind of going back to what Craig said about consistency, we've had um, really seven, eight of us uh, in the department that have been here the entire time, and that solidified some of the things that we wanted to do. Um, we all have our own interests and, and ways of teaching and bringing things to the college and to the department, but we all had a common thread, and that was that we wanted to strengthen teacher education. We wanted um, students to think about their, uh, their place where they teach, whether they actually stay here in Monmouth or they are in surrounding communities. A lot of our students that go through the teacher ed program here you'll find in um, uh, districts in the area. Um, and we also wanted them to have something maybe a little bit different, a little bit more of a vision, a little bit more of a way to connect with um, their communities while they're in the program. And so um, we, we've rethought about what student teaching might, might look like. We have to adhere to all of the state um, mandates and, and standards and, and everything that ISB puts out. But we also have, have brought our own personality and our own thoughts into what um, is going to really help our students to think about themselves as leaders. Um, as teacher leaders, and that's not necessarily as administrators or, you know, principals administration, although many of our students do go on to leadership positions like that, but um, that they hit, they, hit the, they hit the pavement running, so to speak, and that they have opportunities to connect to the community in ways that they might not have thought about um, as, as a part of their teaching and learning experience. Um, also to open, open um, opportunities for them to get engaged in the communities. Um, schools are the lifeblood of rural communities. I mean, there's a lot of, of cases out there where when districts close or consolidate, the communities um, do not do well. And so we wanted them to think about what are the assets in the communities in which they would be teaching and really to think about how that can be communicated in, in the ways that they are, are working with their students. Sure. And Jenny, the um, student themselves uh, has not necessarily changed who we're teaching, but the environment has changed with technology, uh, curriculum, like uh, uh, Craig pointed out, legislation has a role, or government, I should say. Um, so there, there are a lot of changes to being able to just 
teach, you know, like we think of traditionally in the old days, just teaching because the kids are still the kids. Kids are still the kids, absolutely. And the kids' needs have not changed either. Kids need to feel connected. They need to care about what they're learning. They need to understand why, and they need to feel some agency that um, what they are learning about is going to help them help themselves, help their community, help their families. So I think despite all the changes, and even with, you know, um, bolstered by some of those changes, how can we like drill down to the core of what it is that kids need? And that's where our kind of framework comes into play, our place-based education framework comes into play. It's very inquiry and project driven. Like we're gonna, the, the whole point is to connect with the community to solve these problems. Now, whether you do that via um, a broadcasting system. So one of the things that we were able to do is connect Monmouth Roseville um, with some um, grant funding um, mm-hmm. with some of our partners to get a broadcasting system that they can then, you know, communicate with their families. So like no matter what it is that they go, they're they ultimately going to use, um, the, the big idea is learning is for improving your life and improving the life and revitalizing the community around you. So however you go about that, whatever changes come down the pipeline, like that's that's the big idea that we want to make sure that um, everybody keeps in mind. Okay. Craig, uh, any, any final thoughts too that you want to add about this program, this grant, and your hopes for it for the future here in our local districts? And that's everyone from Monmouth Roseville to United, West Central, A-Town, Galesburg, you know, we Rova, you name it, we've got a number of district districts just in a 15-mile radius. Right, and we've already been in contact with many of those districts. I mean, we've, we have for the last three or four years, we've always had, of course, relationships with those partnerships, but we've kind of taken that to a new level, and so especially Monmouth Roseville, United, uh, those districts are the ones we're really working hard with to kind of get something set in place, right, and kind of establish it so that mm-hmm. we can start to see the because. Again, being academics, we want we also are interested in the research of how well this is working, right? And we just don't want to do it and then not understand why it's successful. Uh, so working with those districts, I think, has allowed us to then bring in some of our other partners. Uh, we just uh, are now partnering with the Recharge, yep. the, the new teen center here. Um, so we did that. There was another group that we just partnered with, and I'll look to you guys to help me, the, uh, uh, the uh, tutoring the tutoring program? Oh, the Future Forward. Future Forward, right, program. So, you know, bringing in tutors, helping get tutors here. Um, but I think, again, the big picture, the big takeaway for us is to really start to, as Jenny said, address the needs of, in some instances, a new demographic that's emerged in these areas, in rural areas. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it, now we have more English language learners. Mm-hmm. And so... We've got a 583% increase. Yes, In exactly. 10 years in yes. the Monmouth Roseville District. And part of this is meeting that, right? And, you know, addressing that. That's a big change. And we want to make sure that those kids aren't left behind. It would be much, it'd be very easy to leave a lot of those kids behind. And so we want to do that. I do want to also throw out a couple of uh, thank yous. And the people that we really need to thank are uh, Congresswoman Bustos. She's the one that came down and uh, heard us for the first time and took that away, that message away. And, and, uh, I remember that meeting was over in Clarence's office. Correct. And, uh, you know, she really was, she stayed with it. She stayed with us. That was great. Clarence um, is our president. President White is our other person we need to really thank because um, he really supported us through all this. As soon as he, we came up with a vision, talked about it, got it kind of, you know, in its rudimentary stages, um, took it to him. He could have said, no, this is not what we're going to do right now. But instead, he supported this 100%. And then Robin Johnson, Robin Johnson, local uh, person here, who uh, heard us uh, speak about what we were trying to do and said, 
I think I need to get you in front of some people. You need to talk. This is this is compelling, and this is necessary. And uh, brought it to the table because, again, politically, this isn't something that's going to divide us politically. This is going to unite us politically. Everybody has to be um, a proponent of better education, right, in rural areas and more consistent education in rural areas. Okay. Anything you ladies would like to add? I just like also while you're throwing out some thanks there, we um, as we were supported by our institution, we also did have some some a little bit of money thrown our way in some different areas. Um, the Rural Schools Collaborative, Gary Funk, came into town and and really saw what we were doing and helped support us. And the Galesburg um, Foundation, Community Foundation, Josh Gibb there also kind of listened to us. And 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 um, along the last couple of years, we've had some people um, again uh, funding us along the way. We've had some great donors. Um, that have stepped up for our rural teacher corps, and so um, I know there's others out there, but we just we didn't do it uh, alone, and we were able to to keep this going over the last couple of years, um, and so uh, we have a, a lot of uh, thanks for for that. Otherwise, we wouldn't have gotten the, the big grant that we just got. Okay, thanks, Tammy. Jenny, I just want to add also thanks to the teachers, thanks to the um, the community members, thanks to the students, thanks to the people who we are doing this with and for. Um, without them, there isn't a project, and without them, there isn't this community. So thank you to all those who, who have stood by us and supported us, but who are doing the work themselves, too. Okay. Good job, you guys. This is great news. Keep us posted. Good luck, and I hope that we have great success with it. Great. Thank you very thank much. Thank you so much. It was great to have you all in here. That is... Craig Vivian, he is a professor and co-chair with the Educational Studies Program, of course, at Monmouth College. Tammy LaProd, also professor and co-chair Educational Studies. Jenny Dickens, professor and a director with the Rural Ed Initiative for Monmouth College Educational Studies on 1330 WRAM and FM 94.1. We'll squeeze in Sean Sports.